Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Network with Nika podcast. Today, we're here with Amanda Soriano, who is a Brampton wedding, wedding photographer with a reputation for making the awkward feel comfortable in front of the camera. <laughs> I absolutely love this because we're going to be chatting about how to feel comfortable presenting yourself and, and being comfortable in photos um, and also just comfortable sharing your brand as well. So she has actually only been in the wedding photography industry for a year and a bit, but she's already secured 23 clients and while balancing a full-time job at Humber College as well in communications. So she also has a podcast of her own for um, folks all about who are in photography, who are new to the industry. So super excited to have you here with us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to get into this topic and, and talk and share like whatever it is I've learned in the last year with uh, listeners. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, tell us a bit about your background and how you're kind of doing digital communications as well as photography and kind of what you've learned in securing 23 clients in a year. That's really exciting. Yeah, it, it definitely Kate, like uh, being able to secure 23 weddings took a lot of work, but I feel really proud of myself just because I was able to do all that without having really a wedding portfolio to begin with. And so a lot of it had to, like I had to start with almost nothing. Um, but a little bit about me, I work at Humber College in digital communications and I really love my job there. And over the last two years, I've really started moving my role into more of the strategy and leading a team of media students to create all the creative. And so in the last couple of years, I've kind of lost the opportunity to really be creative and play around with equipment and all that sort of fun stuff that I really love. And so I had to kind of figure out where I was going to have my creative outlet. And so two years ago, I got married. And when I was looking for a wedding photographer, there was, it was really hard for me to find somebody that, um, like that it was hard to find what I was looking for, which was essentially uh, a photographer that would be able to capture true to life colors uh, because I'm a, I'm a woman of color. And I found that a lot of the photographers out there were, were taking photos that were really like saturated and essentially made people who look like me have really yellow skin. And so mm -hmm. I, I found that as a gap when I, when I first started looking, of course I found somebody that I really loved after the fact. Um, but that's kind of what inspired me to get into wedding photography. And so um, in the, after I got married, because there's no way I was going to start a business while planning a wedding. <laughs> right. um, but after after months, uh, a few months after my wedding, I start, decided to start learning about how to get started. And um, I joined a lot of community groups with folks who have like a long like, ex like experience of being wedding photographers to see how they were able to get to where they are and got really good advice uh, right from the get-go, invested in education. And essentially spent five hours Monday, like every day after work, working full time on looking for clients, building a portfolio that um, allowed for potential clients to trust my work. And so that looked like, you know, going out, asking my friends who were already married to put on their wedding gown and posing in beautiful places and taking photos through all different types of lighting, um, investing in studio time so that I can take more beautiful like bridal photos and it, it, it took, my goal at the beginning was to book 10 weddings for the year. Um, and I was able to achieve that goal within three months before having shot even one wedding. So it was a lot of work, but it, it's definitely paid off. And although like things have kind of changed now because of COVID and most of my bookings are moved, uh, I'm still really happy with where I am. <laughs> 
That is so cool. Tell us a bit about what it was like to kind of put yourself out there without having much experience and kind of, yeah, getting over that and being able to like successfully land these clients. Cause I feel that's relatable to all kinds of businesses. No, absolutely. It was definitely uh, scary at first. Um, I remember my first few client calls just feeling like my heart race and pumping out of my chest essentially <laughs> and, and having all my notes of how I wanted to prepare for those calls and then still feeling after the fact of those phone calls like that I didn't do as good as I wanted to. But every single time I connected with a new couple, I felt more comfortable. I knew what questions to expect. And I had like anytime I kind of fumbled or fumbled, whatever <laughs> fell on questions I need I like kind of practice that and then for the next time that somebody asked me that I had a better uh, approach to answering those questions but it was definitely really stressful when I first started but I knew that over time it was going to get better and um, honestly taking like investing in education early on really accelerated my growth because a lot of the courses that I, I enrolled in were wedding photography specific and so they they were able to show me behind the scenes on how they uh, speak to clients when they first get on a call the importance even of starting with a phone call like, like when you when a client is able to hear your voice and talk with you and, and hear your personality you, you have a better chance of booking them and so although it was really uncomfortable when I first started I knew it was necessary to book my first few clients and I really did see that pan through after uh, my first couple calls and and before booking 10 I must have like messaged uh, at least 200 couples and so, like I said, it was a lot of work, but I, I was lucky to have made my goal and also make my goal with really cool people, which was really important to me. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of a numbers game at the beginning, right? Of like finding and like practicing. It's kind of like you're learning as you're doing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Getting the hang of that. So you mentioned like finding um, people that you really want to work with. So how did you go about looking for like your ideal kind of people to work with? That's a really good question. Um, so in the, like, I guess in any industry in entrepreneurship, it's all about finding your dream client and work and working really hard to work, find them and work with them. And so I had to figure out what my dream client looked like. And so I really kind of took a few steps back and basically just envisioned what my dream wedding would be to photograph. And and so that's where I started. I thought about like what my dream venues were going to look like. Uh, what was my couple wearing? Um, who, like what, what kind of people were my couple? Like, so when I think about my dream couple, it's like people who really love being outdoors, love dogs, like adventures, not too serious, like lo loves to laugh. Like I know a lot of, there's a lot of um, demand for, for photo wedding photography. That's very like, like Vogue and like luxury and that sort of stuff. But my couples are more, laid back they love camping um craft beer and all that kind of stuff like narrowing that down helped me because then i knew where i wanted to find these people so like for example joining community groups like rock climbing in, in brampton was going to help me find my ideal couple a lot more um connecting with my friends that love camping and see like who they know that might be getting married in, in a year and even if like they knew somebody who had already gotten married if like I could talk to them and see like, okay, what, what made you choose the wedding photographer that you went with? I, I did a lot of research into figuring out like who they were and how they made their decision when it came to booking a wedding photographer. 
Um, but I think even now I'm only in year two of my business. I'm still trying to figure out exactly who my dream client is. But as I, as I continue working with people, I start thinking about the characteristics that I really love about some of the people that I've worked with. And I try to find those similar types of characteristics in my future, my future booking. So like, for example, if, um, I, 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 I also really trust my gut, like, because I get on the phone when I first talk to people, you kind of get a sense whether you, you vibe with somebody. Like I tried to have my first hour of conversation with couples, like almost not even related to wedding photography, just about them and like what makes them them, why they chose their venue, how they met, how they found me. And we just kind of go back and forth and vibe. If I can do that comfortably, I'm pretty happy with that client versus um, I know like everybody's different too, but uh, I had this one cu like couple I met with and, it just went from like, what happens if you lose all my photos? Like kind of like this fear, stressful meeting. And, and then I already knew like, okay, I don't want to work with these people. And so I think being true to like how you feel when you meet people is also really important. And sometimes I can really vibe with somebody and they're not outdoors people. They're not laid back. We just have a lot in common. So it's, for me, it's about that feeling I get when I, when I start talking to them about their vision and what they're looking for. And if I feel that I'm a good fit, then I, I try to connect the dots in that way. <laughs> yeah. It's like about the energy that they give off. And like, if that, you know, if that's your vibe, like if, if you mm -hmm. vibe with them, basically, as you're saying, and I love that approach because it's like, it's not like you're begging for clients to like hire you. It's kind of like you're going in and you're like, do I want to work with you kind of thing, which is kind of like the best approach for a business to have. And I know like in the industry that, a lot of our podcast listeners are in, like they're always looking for new people to work with. And sometimes it, it feels like, you know, you're just talking to everyone. And I feel like any, anyone just starting out any business um, kind of feels like, you know, their first client that comes along, like they just have to accept them and just like work with anyone and anything. But like, I love your approach of not even making up about the business, but just being like, is this someone that I actually want to work with? Because you are spending like, I guess it's like a day or two days, right? With them for their wedding or maybe yeah, more so. even. <laughs> for the I haven't been married yet, so I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, what's a wedding? <laughs> yeah. no worries. Um, for my bookings that I've, I've done so far. So of my 23 bookings, I've already photographed eight of those weddings. Um, I, so for me, it's been a day, but there are like longer, like there are like Indian weddings that are sometimes three days and more. So it all depends on the type of wedding. But when you book a wedding photographer, for the most part, you're booking them a year in advance. And so although you're just spending, let's say, a day with them or maybe a couple of days, you're connected with them for almost that whole year. Um, and for me and my business, it's all about the experience and, and being more than just a wedding photographer. And so I try to um, not only just help them organize their day when it comes to like their wedding schedule, and I do that three months in advance, I'm for the most part connected with them for the year. And I like to like hang out with them, go for drinks, um, go eat some food <laughs> and get to know them um, because I want to be more than just their wedding photographer. I kind of want to be like their friend. And so although it's just a day, you're kind of like married to them for the year. And so that's another thing too. I have to kind of, um, and I'm lucky I'm in a good position too, because I do work full time at Humber. And so I can be picky as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. 
I love that. Okay, let's talk a bit about photography. So you say that like your specialty is all about being laid back and like helping people feel comfortable. So like, what are some of the ways that people and especially like the entrepreneurs listening to this show can like feel more comfortable being themselves and like being photographed and just expressing themselves? For sure. Um, Because I can totally relate to that, like feeling a bit uncomfortable in front of the camera at first. But I promise listeners, like the more you do it, the easier it gets. And if you're talking about something that you truly believe in, it's easy to be excited about it. And so depending on what um, listeners, like what the focus of their business is, I think if you just speak from like candidly from the heart, and if you make mistakes here and there, it's almost, it's totally okay because you're only human and it, it almost makes you more of a human than just like a brand ambassador, right? Um, but I guess like advice for folks who are maybe uncomfortable, honestly, just keep doing it until, until you feel more comfortable. And if you're taking photos, having a friend along to like make you fake laugh and that sort of thing is also really helpful. Um, I primarily work with couples. And so when I work with couples, I do a lot of prompts. Um, I'll position them here and there, but not so much because, um, I think the candid photos look a lot better for the most part just in, that's my opinion and so like asking them to do silly things like um having one person behind the other and just swaying them while like saying the alphabet in like a Celine Dion voice for example that happened at one of my shoots and so of course it just inspires all this laughter and it, it's like super cute photos and it also changes the experience it makes it more fun and memorable which I really love um but when it comes to like just photographing yourself and getting those brand photos that you want there, there are definitely tips that I have for, for folks like making sure that you have access to good light. So being beside a window, um, maybe even being outside, but being mindful if you're outside, making sure you're in the shade so that way your eyes aren't squinty and that um, you don't have any aspects of your, your face, or your body like too overexposed where it's like super bright. You don't even see your skin color anymore. And then it's like super dark in your eyes. So making sure it's just consistent lighting. That's a big tip. Uh, for folks just getting started and and like depending on where you're going to put them you want a sense of consistency so just making sure that um for example a lot a lot of photographers are very keen on making sure their instagram grid looks very consistent so um i have tips for that as well just making sure that you're shooting in the same light um making sure the background always is kind of consistent so if all your photos have like a very plain background making sure that all of your future photos also have that plain background if those photos have like a sense of feeling so like my photos are very playful and fun so I try to make sure all my photos are playful and fun so sometimes even being consistent about the feeling that your photos evoke is also helpful when it comes to making consistent photos but yeah for advice for being comfortable like I know some photographers will also tell their couples to have a couple drinks or or that sort of stuff beforehand which I think is hilarious um but yeah, it all depends on the person. But I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Awesome. So I think these are some really great tips. And I think this is a great place to wrap things up. So if people want to contact you and um, learn more about and see maybe some of your work, uh, where can they find you? Uh, the best way, um, the best way, <laughs> the best way to reach me right now is through Instagram. So you can search underscore Amanda Soriano. So S O R I A N O. And then folks will see my personal photography, which is linked to my wedding photography. I'm way more, I show up a lot more on my personal page. So I encourage, I always tell people to check out me there. 
Um, and yeah, that's how they can find me. I'd love to hear from listeners, no matter what business you're in. I think connecting with fellow entrepreneurs is always a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being here with us. If you're listening to this, make sure to screenshot it and tag both of us um, on your story and ask any questions that you have. As she said, if you want to learn more about, you know, what makes a good photo or just any of her tips for even her business tips of how she was able to grow, feel free to reach out to her. And yeah, thank you so much, Amanda, again, for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun chatting with you. (laughs) 